Coming in hot, Manny on the map, 0161 Manchester Central. Is that a legit postcode or something? Yes. Oh, wow. Well yeah, 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 I think. Oh, no, it's sorry. It's the it's the telephone code. 0161. <laughs> How do you know that? It's just a thing, that Mancunian song. Fair enough. Well, that's informative for everyone. How do you recover from high rocks is the question we are going to be answering today. And let me tell you, I need it. <laughs> I had four pints and I am feeling tender this morning. You were right, mate. You were fucking right last night. <laughs> you were annoying. That's what you were. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Three, two, one. Rock zone in. Rock zone in. Welcome to High Rocks Manchester, uh, our mini episode review. As such, we're recording this on Sunday. At a round table in the Novotel. Perched on the bed, perched on the chairs, ready to give you some uh, some of the lowdown. Of some what of the lowdown, exactly. Yeah, day one has already happened, and uh, we're about to hit the floor for day two and cover all that. But that will be coming in a larger Manchester review episode next week. So this is just a little touch base for you guys. But guys, how have you found day one? Well, from what I remember, it was good. <laughs> Admittedly, the the energy level on my side might be somewhat subdued today. I had all of four pints yesterday after my race, I'm and that's, actually amazed that sent me under. <laughs> you like you having like a drunken phone call with Hunter at two in the morning last night in the hotel room, like, bro, where are you? I was like, you've had four pints. Like, yeah. how is this happening? Bear, bear in mind, I was also drawing myself a bath at this point. <laughs> I mean, no shame there. No shame at all. Hunter, let's go celebrate. You want to come join me in the bathtub? <laughs> no. It was a good way to recover. I mean, maybe we should get onto that later. Yes, yes, yes. Right, okay. Well, um, first impressions. What what did we make of Manchester? It's It feels just like a well-put-together event. I feel mm. like they've really honed in since London. Like, London was a fantastic event. The scale was amazing. Mm. This one just felt so, like... Yeah, they, they've got it down to a T now. I enjoyed that all of the merchandise, vendors, all of that was outside. Yeah. Mm. It made it so much nice. Inside is for racing and spectating. Outside is for shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. And I think that helps with all the athletes' mental preparation as well. It's like mm. as soon as you enter the actual, like, this is where I do my shit yes, sort of, sort of exactly area. exactly that. So all, all in all, quick vibe check. What are we doing? Strong vibes, strong vibes. I think the the thing for me that they've really dialed in since London, the change, has been the Thunderdome is now, what, two levels? Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like overtowering, but it felt like there was definitely... It like was a, tighter. Yeah. It was closer together, so it felt mm. like way more like that Coliseum, yeah, yeah. It, the, like it, excitement vibes. Can I be completely honest? I, I kind of missed all of the Thunderdome. I got, I got the... Like half an hour before my race in, in very classic. <laughs> no, you didn't. You got like 20 minutes before <laughs> yeah. and then you left your race to go run outside with Adam and then you came back in and we were like, we meant to do a bit right before to realise like how you're going to get on. You were so tragic yesterday. Yeah. But... Well, hey, we had a good race. We yeah. had a good race. Yeah. I, I think um, all in all, vibe check for Manchester, brilliant in my opinion. Yeah. Like yeah. really, really strong. Manny always knows how to bring bring the vibes, and also brilliant venue, like just like the, yeah. the natural light coming in, yeah, like yeah. the old clock tower, the, the natural like. light of the darkened seven thirty race. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I, I raced at like I raced at one, so I had it all. You, yeah, you just got no, here late, mate. No. You got here late. Well, whatever. I uh, I want to shift the focus onto Nathan right now, please, because I'm just dying to know how our man 
on the floor got on with his first judging experience. Yeah, I had a good time. I was, <laughs> I, was judging, I was judging the warble, so I was supposed to be on the row, but when I arrived, the, uh, when I checked in, they, they said I could do the warbles. So talk us through the process of being a judge. What happens when you get there on the day? So you go to the volunteer check-in, yep. and then, um, yeah, I was told, oh, you can go down mm. to the warbles. So you, I, went, I, I went to the warbles, I checked in there, you speak to the head judge, mm. one of the head judges. Um, Lovely Justine on the Warbles. Justine was there, friend of the show. She was great all day supporting me. Uh, But I spoke with another head judge to get a brief. Mm. So they explain, obviously, Warbles looking for depth, looking to hit the target. And also, I was told to clearly signal my no reps. Now, now this is something that I would like to drill down on. The infamous no rep. Yeah. (laughs) Because. I was I was really hoping to capture you no repping, and my God, you were generous with the no reps. They were flying out <laughs> right in center. And when I say flying out, your arms were then you were like doing like a sort of C like X Men like Wakanda forever, and then throwing them across like yeah. full on like arms flailed like no rep, and then like the person was like. Oh, fuck's sake like <laughs> yeah. come on but like i mean you were you were sticking to the rules i'll tell yeah. you that much and the thing is as well so they, they tell you to do it because people are watching right and oh for the, for the spectators yeah well yeah yeah so um that's one reason because mm. people are watching we know people there's get, more and more people are mm. sometimes complaining if people mm. aren't getting no reps yeah mm. Um, you know, people like myself. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's, you know, it's a nice visual cue. Uh, so I was actually told to do that. Maybe not as what, what? As, as clearly as I was. And, no, you were, you were doing, you and, were so uh, energetic when yeah, you did it. Yeah, and I had my, so I had, the, I had my arms crossed like while yeah. I was clicking, yeah. but in preparation. <laughs> <laughs> you were kind of look like the cover of a Wolverine poster, <laughs> like ready to like fucking scratch down. But also I did try and shout no rep loudly um, because if you don't, there was um, one, I remember one, he asked me how many are done and I said, oh, 22, mm-hmm. I think 40 years on 25. And he must not have heard me no rapping. And he said, can you be louder? So yeah. then I was really shouting no rap. So, <laughs> so you, you know, I think... Uh, so, then he does me twice. So, yeah. <laughs> some athlete, I, I guess I would like to know if I'm being yeah, no yeah. rep. So I don't know, maybe some people might be off-putting, mm. but... No, I think, no, no, no. In fact, c- clear communication yes. with your judge is so integral yeah. to... The warbles. I, I want to know every bit of information. Mm. Shout as loud as you can. Yeah. I'm on 88. You yeah. know, uh, personal anecdote of my own race. We we had a we had a lady who um, just couldn't contend with the with the sound that was going on, and um, I could not hear what our rep count was. And it's really hard as a pair to mm. know what's going on because I'm trying to breathe and recover when my partner Adam is throwing his warble. So I have no idea what the count is. So I, I, I had the last 10. I, I threw the last warble, but I had no clue when it was. So like, I just kept throwing until eventually I, I looked around. Like, is, is that enough? Was that, yeah, is that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, on the topic of that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some improvements to the Thunderdome coming in the next couple of events where we'll actually see counters. Um, and actually, like, how do you convey the count to the audience members mm. in the Thunderdome, I would not be surprised if we start to see like little screens or something pop mm. up soon. So mm. that's something to keep an eye out for, but I have no idea when or if that would land. 
One thing I did yesterday as well, I wasn't told to do this. But, <laughs> but, um, okay, we go. It's something I've seen from watching CrossFit competitions is when they get to the last five repetitions, I put my hand up and then put my fingers down as they did that. So mm. again, anyone watching them, uh, any friends, family know they're on the last five and know they're coming to their last rep. I love it. You're improving constantly. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, do you do you want to know a few more stories? Do I ever? Okay. So one person did tell me that he was going to have nightmares about me no repping him. Oh wow! They <laughs> yeah. reached out ahead of time. No, no. I had during during the. Oh wow! Because he was, I think it was in the doubles, and while he was doing his rest, he said, "I'm going to have nightmares of you." At which no point, rep. you then felt such a you grinned. an immense <laughs> sense of self satisfaction and, and <laughs> vindicated yeah and um what else was there okay so um there was uh one person who did get quite irate to me so most people were fine they understood the no reps mm. and uh, crack on and you know it makes it tough all i'm doing is calling it as i see it and um i think i said to you guys uh before we're recording if if people were say recording any of my no reps I would have no worries about, <laughs> uh, about showing any... Nathan any, runs any, a any, tight shit. Okay? Uh, you know, show it to a head judge and I would have Take no worries. Take me to Christian and show <laughs> yeah. him the video. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I do have some tips, which I'll use myself next time. I might invest in some wallboard judging knee pads. Oh, wow. Because you are, you are on your knees a lot of the time. So oh, yeah. my yeah, thighs yeah. are killing today because yeah. I'm effectively doing lunges. Because every time they would take a break, I would stand up because I needed to give my knee a rest. And then when I went again, I okay. would I would lunge down. So and sometimes I was on both knees, I guess, to take the pressure off just one knee. So I was like kind of in a prayer position. I'm really life. resisting the urge to make some innuendos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to ask a sensible question. Why not a picnic chair? Um, it would take up too then that much is space. The, that, that's it the least sensible there, thing. You're not going to bring your own snacks. Like. <laughs> Nathan brought his own warble counter, all right? So, <laughs> yeah. like, come on. Um, also, you have to use uh, both hands for clicker because if you just use them the same side, uh, you have the same thumb the whole oh, time. Get carpal tunnel. It, gets, it gets a bit... <laughs> <laughs> this just keeps giving. Is it worth getting chalk for your thumb as well, Nathan, to make sure there's no uh, blister potential? No. I think you could you could definitely get a blister from it. I yeah. And uh, and also you may get wet because I've got the athlete I'm judging on my left. Yeah. But there's also an athlete on my right. Yeah. And uh, you know, they're sweaty and you might get a bit In of the splash sweat. zone. Um Wicked, uh you had a fantastic day, Nathan, sounds like. Indeed. Max, I would love to hear a little bit about your day as you took on pro doubles with English Nathan, mm. also known as Adam. So, I mean, also English Nathan. Can we put this to bed? Is he English Nathan or is he just we're, more we're, Welsh? We're, Nathan? we're calling him Welsh Nathan now. Okay, yeah. Why is that? Because he's more Welsh than me. Oh fucking hell! Okay, right. He's like, I think he... we had the wool pulled over our eyes, boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I must admit, one of the hardest things in my race was not to call Adam Nathan. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so con- my brain was obviously in race mode and. You know, there's on those brief moments of interaction, communication. I was, I, I just kept wanting to call him Nathan. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Same so mannerisms. On, on that point, so we met. Um, I was going to call him Nathan. We met Adam's wife <laughs> last night. She was called Sam, 
And when we were hanging out at the bar mm. after the race, Adam and Nathan were talking to each other and she looked at me and she went, oh, the two Nathans are chatting. <laughs> no. So even she now calls Adam Nathan. <laughs> He's got you. There you go. Um, how did my race go? Great. Yeah. I had a good race with uh, Nathan Standin. Um, he is a much smaller and more nimble athlete. I'm a larger athlete who's a, a tad slower, I'd say, mm. um, as Adam so brutally pointed out after the race. Um, but it worked very well. Mm. Uh, I was much better on uh, the sleds. It was it was much easier for me to move them. And um, Adam came in clutch on um, things like uh, the, the the ergs and the burpees just because he's yeah. more light and nimble. His burpees um, looked really quick. Yeah. He's like a little frog. Yeah, exactly. And, and that. But a big height difference. So I guess that's something that played into certainly, it. Certainly, certainly. So uh, I think um, it worked really well. Some, I think... The, the the biggest disparity was in the sled pull where I feel like it was 70 30 in in my favor of doing the work yeah, yeah. just because like so, the small man could so, not move the move the sled <laughs> so, yeah I saw him slip actually big, as well big daddy had to step in and big uh, daddy. <laughs> big daddy. Pull, pull, pull it pull it pull it through um talk, but, talk to me about your um your strategy going in but more importantly, how you changed your strategy during the race. Before we get into that, let's have a clip from the pre-race where we talk about strategy. Uh, you guys obviously turned up pretty late, or Max, you did. You just flew in. How are you feeling about that? Is this enough time? Uh, as long as we can wrap this interview up in about 30 <laughs> seconds, we're okay. Because it is now uh, 7.28 and we are racing at 7.30. <laughs> Well, that's brilliant. Um, what about um, oh, 28? Okay, you actually generally have two minutes. Okay, uh, what's the quick race strategy? Uh, the strategy, we'll have to divulge on that uh, later on because there's literally no time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Adam, how do you feel right now? Feel good. Yeah? Could, could do with getting out on the course. Though. Yeah? Okay. It doesn't sound very good. <laughs> right. Nice one. It'll Guys? Be, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right. See you later. Ciao. So it sounds like you had no strategy going in. Well, I don't know why Ben was trying to instill such fear in us. Like, we were fine. And uh, Ben was trying to... But surely you, like, have a conversation. Create like... a divide where there wasn't... No, me and me and Adam had a nice chat in the morning uh, over the phone. And we, uh, we, we thought, right, we're going to try and sandwich our workouts. So he starts, I do the middle, and he finishes just because he's going to be better at running. So, so why couldn't you say that yesterday before the race? Because then it was two minutes before my race. You put a microphone in my face and said, oh, okay. You then realized, a Then realised, oh, it's 20. Oh, you do actually need to. Yes, Ben, we do actually need to race right now. Then asked another three questions, all trying to create divides in this perfect friendship that was born on Saturday. Well, it didn't sound very perfect afterwards. Hey, we, yeah, yeah. Shall we have a little listen to how it sounded after the race? Adam, thank you for uh, racing with me today. No problem, good race. I thought we uh, top and tailed very well. Yeah, we worked well. I managed to get an AR slap on every station. Yeah. I hope you noticed. I did. Did it? Felt did it? Good. Was it positive? Yeah. 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 I left a I left a couple chalky of good air. chalk marks chalky on there. Air. I think chalky if uh, uh, you know what, that's a sign of hard work. That the chalk handprint has been erased by the sweat. <laughs> so uh, all in all, I think very successful race. Highlight. Personal highlight. Um, pulling you around on the running. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pause for. Fuck you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't know where he was, where he thought he was going with that. Like you could have said any number of things, and he just slated me. There. Also, whenever you asked a question to Adam, it was yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. And then you asked him what the highlight is, and then he decides to lay on on me. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I did preload him. I went. Just give Max some shit, please. Right now. I was like, please just give him some shit. And he was like, okay, I can do that. Unbelievable. Character assassination. Well, it sounds like you had a great friendship, at least. We had a great race. 108, 40. Sick is it, time. Is a great really time. Good time. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you can try and spin this for content any way you want. We had a good race. <laughs> my, my highlight of watching your race was when I gave you a microphone on warbles and you forgot that you were racing. And so you actually had to be like, oh shit, I'm up. And you had to like smash oh, the do. microphone into well, like, Adam's hand. That is definitely a clip that I want to hear. And that's going to have to come into the uh, the main review episode. Because yeah, yeah. um, uh, there, there was a few things that were said during that time that... Um, I imagine mm. would be fairly uh, incomprehensive, as <laughs> yeah. to be as to be expected. Um, I'll share one one final highlight of my race before we move on, um, and that was in the form of a divine angel. Okay. Uh, so I was on the rower, tagged Adam in, and then decided to have a quick lie down because I was I was pretty knackered at that point. So I thought, why not? Why can I not just like rest for a second? I've got two minutes. Mm. Why not just fully relax? And um, as I opened my eyes, in a, in a shining halo, a man's face appears over me and says, you know the rules. You can't do this. And I was like, what? <laughs> Nathan? <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> Uh, and I got up, and it was uh, Mike Stamp. Uh, oh, great! The the, great boy. the other half of uh, Justine and um, both head judges in Manchester. Both head judges. Well done to them. I must admit, I didn't know that was a rule that I can't have a quick kip uh, during yeah. the rower. You um, have to stand on the mat. Do I need to stand on the mat? That's yeah. That's the rule. Uh, actually, Adam reminded me of this yesterday because I, he said you were lying down and he was worried. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, why not? And he said, yeah, you have to stand on the mat. So, well, there you go. Rather. English Nathan bringing the rules. Yeah. Like, the Nathan, yeah. Team Nathan is is hot on it in this yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was a, that was a little little anecdote. But I think uh, I think it's it's a brilliant place to leave it. It's been a brilliant uh, brilliant weekend so far. It has. It has. Um, we've got some more to go and find today. But I guess this wouldn't be the Roxon Podcast without trying to at least give you some nuggets of information from things we're finding out from the community, but also. The Elite 15. So, today we want to talk about the best way to recover from a High Rocks race. And what better location to do it than at High Rocks Manchester itself. Yeah, we're currently, what, sat in the head judges room? Yeah, we, we quickly transitioned uh, yeah. in, into the venue. Through the power of radio, we have teleported through time and space. Correct. And we are now going to, once again on time travel basis, speak to James Kelly, I think. We're recycling the old time travel. No, we're just, we've got a voice note from James Kelly who's going to tell us, as an elite 15 athlete, how he thinks the best way to recover from a high rocks is. Mm. Lads, um, I recover in, in many ways um, after a high rocks race. First of all, last night uh, I devoted my, lo- my, my night to eating some pizza, having a red wine with some, with some friends and just really relaxing. And then today I've, I've walked probably five or six K just to get my legs moving. Sometimes I run 
the day after, but just a light jog. But today I've, I've walked probably 20,000 steps just to keep moving and uh, getting back into training probably two or three days after the, um, the High Rocks race. But uh, apart from that, uh, that's my recovery. In the words of Taylor Swift, shake it out. Shake it off. Oh, is it? Shake it off, shake it out. Well done, James. He's, uh, he's doing the right thing, I guess. Uh, what, what I would say is there's, there's two pieces uh, to take from that. So what? Getting your body moving is, is one thing. Mm. And then also uh, limiting your alcohol intake. Um, mm. He said having a glass of red wine, and he meant that quite literally. One glass? He was on, because said, said referenced friends were the Roxone boys. And uh, I watched him, like, hang on this glass of wine the whole evening. <laughs> I was like, mate, you know, at some point... I'd love to know what wine it was. If it was, like, really expensive wine or it's just, like, a cheap... Oh, it's red, mate. <laughs> 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 Fucking red wine. Well, I, I quite, I quite like that um, the, the, the move your body. And to be fair, that's what we're doing after yeah. our races, where we've been on our feet mm. uh, consistently today, capturing capturing content that's due, due Act, to come out soon active recovery as they say active recovery yeah. however i also actively drank quite a lot so yeah uh, i will not be moderate in in that i, I will enjoy myself yeah uh, yeah you know like live laugh love and exactly and laugh was exactly. what you did last night and now yeah. i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> just uh, powering through the hangover mate go, it's good it's go. good so let's uh, let's flip the script and uh, look at how a more normal person in the High Rocks community mm. might recover. Do you think it's one drink? I, I'm going to guess probably more, but let's see what they had to say. Yes, please. Here's Jordan, who, Mikey, you actually grabbed a note off yesterday at Manchester. Recoveries are always the same for me. After any High Rocks event, I get straight to a Nando's for the cheekiest Nando's anyone can think of. I even have a habit of, just because I'm in the mood for pushing my limits, I, I always upgrade from the lemon and herb sauce to the hot sauce. And that's probably why I've got a, a sore throat this morning, because... I think I just went one boundary too far without going for the hot sauce. I mean, it's it's wild stuff, that. Wild stuff. Cheeky Nando's. I mean, calories. there's never been a greater overstatement of pushing the boundaries. <laughs> You've raced in a fitness race and then had slightly spicier chicken than you would normally have. You know what? If that's how you want to enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself with hey, a cheeky Nando's. To each their own, yeah. but don't call it a cheeky Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have, some, have some respect. <laughs> just a fucking Nando's. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a bit of chicken, mate. <laughs> but I guess, I guess the, the overarching point is enjoy the time. Like You put in a load of effort, go out and actually spend some time doing what you think you want to do that makes you happy. Well, stay in as well, right? Stay so in. Exactly well, that. We both too. had lovely bubble baths. We did, actually. <laughs> at <laughs> Not separate together. Time, yeah. separate time. Um, I I would say to each their own 100% but the the overarching themes there which perhaps aren't too surprising is fuel yourself well Mm. uh, keep the alcohol in moderation or in my case Mm. throw that out the window and drink as much as you like and lastly uh, keep the body moving so it doesn't stiffen up And as always, one final thing from us. If you're not already, please do head over to social media, Instagram, TikTok, wherever, and follow us on at RockZonePod. Loads of exciting, funny content, serious content, and uh, anything else you could ever dream up being posted there. Um, Ben, you've got something else for us. Yes. So um, believe it or not, um, in the background, we've been putting together a High Rock simulation event uh, for the community to come down to on the 18th of February. 
in Vauxhall in London at the Sleven Gym. Um, we'll be running a series. Well, I think we'll probably have spaces for around 100 athletes. 100? 100. 100. Why Big, did I say 100? 100. 100. <laughs> 100 athletes. Um, it's going to be a wicked event. There's going to be some big faces from the Hirox community there. Um, there's going to be some partners come down, some freebies. Um, I believe the tickets are around a tenner or so, but if you message us, we may have some to give away. But if you are interested in coming down, book your calendars for the 18th of February in Vauxhall at Sleven Fitness. And you can actually go ahead and buy tickets to this uh, when they become live very shortly, within the next week or so, at www.slevenfitness.com. Um, I'm really excited for it. I've actually been training there for the last couple of weeks and love the community. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you do want to come down and be part of it, um, yeah, I have nothing but positive stuff to say about this venue. It is sexy. Come on down. Come on Three, down. Three, two, one, rock so now. Rock so now.